selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. You know, <laughs> okay, it's actually just so funny because what I love about Shopify is no matter how huge and massive you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control, yes, daddy, and take your business to the next level because we're business women. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash book club. That's shopify.com slash book club, all lowercase. Shopify.com slash book club. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Celebrity Book Club. Who's that knocking at the door? It's all your friends, you filthy whore. Your husband's gone, and we've got books and a bottle of wine to kill. It's Hollywood. It's books. It's gossip. I'm shook. It's memoirs. It's martinis. It's Studio 54. It's Celebrity Book Club. Come read it while it's hot. Celebrity Book Club. Tell your secrets, we won't talk. Celebrity Book Club. No boys are allowed. Celebrity Book Club. Graham Norton's wine. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> For us to try it. Like be, uh, be, yeah. It's kind of naff, but what, you know, yeah, why not? No, right? we're naff. <laughs> um, um, that's a word that I recently learned that I'll be using constantly tonight, <laughs> incorrectly or correctly. But it seems like you can't ever use it incorrectly. <laughs> It's like anything you say is naff, it's naff. Stephen's gone full Madonna. I, by the I'm, way, I, don't I know can't be stopped. It's actually insane. I don't even know if I'm talking in British accent or not. <laughs> it's like at all. And, I'm just, and then I'm kind of doing this thing where I'm just like. I bet it's half, and then everyone's kind of like looking at you like, have you gone mad? I th- yeah. <laughs> I think what I'm doing is like I'm adding like far too many words to my vocabulary, darling, because it's like. No, I mean, there's like, enough, they're safe. You said a phrase called, like, Polly Raleigh today or something. You were like, you were like, oh, the Polly Raleigh's rally. Oh, no, no, I said, said hoi ploy, darling. Hoi ploy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, it was sort of your people. <laughs> so this is my first time in England. <laughs> you know, I said I would visit every state in the United States of America before I came over here, but because I just want to check out every single city in our great country. Right. But, um... Ultimately, it, ultimately, I got ultimately, ultimately I got seduced <laughs> by my forefathers. Um, so I came over here, but you know, because we're from New England, so I had to see, you know, where we really where, came where from. Where we really came from. from 
you know, it's because it was crazy. He was seeing the map. I was like, wait a second. Yeah, I know no. all you these were, cities. You were like, wait, I, I thought like, we like started all these, and it's actually like, no. No, they started it. But yeah. then I'm like, and that's the whole new part of New England. Right, You're like, oh right. New. And then I'm reading all of them the in a Boston accent, and I'm like, do they know what our some same cities are? And it's just yeah. like Brighton, Gloucester, like Lowell. New Bedford, Quincy. Because I feel like all your your, your versions, like you go to Bedford or something, and Brighton, everyone's like. Oh, it's right posh, mate. Is that, is that wrong? Okay. Okay. Silence. Okay. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and where, where are we from? New Bedford's a whaling town. An old whaling yeah, town. Yeah, as whaling no, no, people. It, currently, it's a lot of whaling going on. Yeah. To this um, day. Yeah, I don't know if you guys there. know. I come from a long line of whalers. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> That's I'm why you're such a water bug. Yeah. No, I'm trying a new person. I'm gonna swim in your river. Um, <laughs> I was gonna try that. I Can I say trunks. this not to, and not to be rude? But I came in on the plane as one does, and um, I yeah, looked out the window. The river looked quite brown. <laughs> is that new? Is it, is it always like that? Or is it just... Where we're from, we have a thing called the Dirty River, the Charles River. The Charles River is really fucking dirty, really dirty, called Dirty Water. Dirty Water. But, you know, it's... I mean, I wouldn't go swimming in it now. I would never you go swimming in it. In a or something. You know, I would put maybe my enemy, if I was Kate, I would have put Megan in there, something oh, like that. Oh, shit! Oh, shit, the gauntlet's thrown down. Yeah. I don't know, are you guys so over, like, Kate and Megan stuff? I can't tell. <laughs> Again, or absolute a, silence yeah, coming from I, like, around. Just like, I feel like it's this thing where, like, America, we're always like, Ari and Megan, like, it's Kate, it's and, like, we're so obsessed, oh, and you guys bro. are like, we absolutely don't care. <laughs> well, that's the thing about the Queen, and, like, not to pry about your culture. Well, I mean, I mean whatever, but it's let's like... Let's pry, let's pry, we're gonna pry. It is a little bit just like, we're, we're still... It kind of feels like the Queen, like, wasn't she kind of the last one? Isn't it a little bit like... It's a, isn't it a little bit like, we got it, but it was kind of like, it feels like it's over. Like, she was hardcore the last, so we're like, we're really going to do that? You're gonna Again? King? It's like, babe, come on. Because I feel like Kim is our queen. Yeah. Seems that's the same, right? Yeah, yeah. No, right? Well, fucking capitalism, <laughs> right, mom? Sorry. You fucking worship her. Because she's Whatever. a cram. She's also a barrister. Like, she's oh, in she law school. Oh, she's a barrister. Yeah. She's in law school. She's in barrister yeah. school. Um, but Charles has been a little bit just like, you know what I mean? It's 9 a.m. and like, Everyone's going to bed, and he's getting out like another line of coke, and you're like, "Babe, everyone's going to bed. It's kind of over." So we have a huge surprise for you guys. Yeah. We have one of the funniest women in the entire world. Yes, and also one of the funniest women in London. In London. She lives here. She is also American. Because it's the invasion, darling. It's the reverse 60s. We're coming back. Sorry, we owe you one. You know what I mean? Um. Um, she's the host of the Michelle Collins Show. She's a former host of The View, but she's too funny for them. And, um, Here we are. Yeah, she's our idol, Michelle Collins. Will you come up? Just sing the audience, if you will. Yeah, sorry. No, I know, you're super classy. Oh, wow. Did Zoe leave that huge yeah. wet spot yeah. on How excited sure. did you get up here? Hello. No, clean up on aisle Bill Murray. Bill Murray's flooded. Oh. Now, when you said huge surprise, is it because I'm in a heel? Be honest. Because I feel massive tonight. Oh, how, right. so Towering surprise. Above. Tell us about... Tower of London over here. <laughs> Tell us about your outfit. Well, I pour uh. us and we review... 
Graham Norton's wine, GN. It's a rosé. It's made by the same people that make Sarah Jessica Parker's wine. Oh, then you know it's good. Uh, yeah. But I'll okay. say this. I would rather choke than say anything negative about Graham Norton, so I'm going to yum a yum, dumb it up. I don't care. Yes, yes. I don't, you'll see it in my face, but I don't care. I, I adore him. So, uh, and also, are in the room. you know what I like to do? Say it with me. Work in this town. Yes. Say it with me. Work in this town. Oh, no. So I'm not saying shit about so, this wine, girl. Can we get her a mic? She seems fun. Thank you. So Hi. Graham does run the industry with an iron fist. Yeah. Tiny little iron fist. <laughs> that can He's occasionally the best be found in the arsehole of a man. Am I right? Sorry, sorry, thank you. Cheers, guys. Thanks Cheers. for having me. Thank you so much for coming. I, I will say, Sarah Jessica Parker's wine is disgusting. So I have expectations for this that are on the floor. Thank you. Cheers. Okay, no. That is legitimately the tastiest wine I have ever. I've never had better wine in my life. Sorry to that whispering. It is a screaming angel. It's not whispering, honey. It's loud and it's proud. And then like holla on the nose, like kind of a sweet, a full bread. I'm getting like a, a key lime cheesecake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get the key lime bit. for sure. Sweet. Yeah. How I like it. Okay. Like, oh, Grand's on her way over. Get okay. up. Again, up I, I, I want to follow your example. Yeah. But I was taught not to lie. <laughs> I'm not lying. Yeah. And um, at the end, it's a little, the finish is a little diaper. Yeah. Diaper, you said? Yeah. So the finish is at the changing table. I like that. It started out kind of fun, and there was a little bit of yeah. that roasted cherry flavor that I think we all look for in a rosé. With you at the first, I was like, I'm actually tannins. I'm, it's, it's dry. It's a it's a peppermint field um, that is exist. Yes. In, I'm sure it exists here. British Bake Off stuff. Peppermint oh. fields. Okay. Peppermint fields. So Miss, many fields here. Miss Pegglewurst's peppermint fields. Yeah. And like <laughs> school country. for girls. Yeah, I just I, I'm not I'm not quite that. I, I I do feel like. Me, me wife is like <laughs> has gone to bed and I'm like now I have to change the kid but you should I mean, finally yeah, for once I like the color I think okay, it's watermelony no. and fun and I feel like we're being very hard it on this brilliant genius raise the red lantern and yes. to Graham everyone and to Cheers. Graham to Graham it's fun in here I feel I like I'm on a ship <laughs> What a, yeah, we're, what a hilarious we're, and handsome man with a huge cock. Now, Michelle, tell us about your outfit, your boots, That's the dress. Nice. Let's okay, go. I'll tell you everything. Well, this uh, this is a good test because this is quite a hip crowd. And I'm going to say a place that, uh, raise your hand if you've been there. I got the boots at Bister Village. Raise your hand. <laughs> Who here? It's the outlet. That motherfucker, her. Yes, of course. Bister, that, Bister? she's very classy in the magenta. Bister. The magenta screams Bister. Look how classy. Bister. What are you doing here? Oh my goodness, she's so classy. Bister is the designer outlet mall for, it's really a village, for those who don't know. And you leave I want to move already. Oh, you would literal shit, and their bathrooms are nice. Like, American outlet you know toilets. That's what we care about. Because <laughs> she's going to shit all over herself. Yeah. The, the bathrooms there are so clean. They have a prayer room. I always oh. go in. I always pop in. Yeah. Can't I be pray too careful these yes, days. Pray for a discount, darling. <laughs> 30 quid off. 30 quid off. 30 quid off, please. It's a little synagogue, and I am Jewish. Don't say anything. Okay. 
nail-biter, nail-biter these days, you have to say it. Otherwise, it's like, oh, Kanye, hello. All right. Anyway, um, so these are Stuart Weitzman from Bister. I am a size UK9. Shout out, anyone? Yes, I knew I liked you. Any nines in the room? Any nines in the room? (laughs) If I were a man, I'd have an average size penis. That's what I like to say. So it's not as exciting as it sounds. And then uh, the dress is Essential Antwerp, purchased also at an Amsterdam um, outlet. Okay. <laughs> outlets rise up. We love the outlets. Okay, yeah, outlet okay. culture. They were both you know, expensive. Why pay more? Uh, I don't need to go high street. I go to medium street. <laughs> and the outlets are... So that's the look. Uh, What's with you? Well, so uh, speaking <laughs> so of UK9, I have a bit of um, foot dysmorphia, personally. I bought, I, these are my cool punk shoes that I got literally specifically to come to England. Do they show the crowd? Yeah. No one can see it. Oh, okay. This is a Wendy Williams shoe cam. Look at the flexibility. Um, Seven years of gymnastics. Yes, can you believe it? Yeah. I'm also having my little Madonna moment, but a little more Joe Strummer moment. I'm in my Fred Perry. And also, yeah, right, I feel right. like we're like in full costumes. If it's like someone came to the US and they were like, cowboy hats, a Yankee sweatshirt, just like Yankee so sweatshirt. confused. Cargo like, pants, like wraparound sunglasses, just like six different cultures. Coming to America. Yeah, and that's driving in a Chevy, yeah. but yeah. like also having like a Prius backpack. Yeah. And like, <laughs> that would fit me. Yeah. A little Yaris. Has anyone driven a Toyota Yaris in this Any room? Yaris I don't know the references. The Any okay. Yaris heads? Great okay. car. Yaris. I know a Great lesbian car. couple that bought a Yaris and then broke up. The curse Did, of the Was it because one of them fell through the floor? It's like the cheapest <laughs> car in the world. It's like a car. Flintstones car. Anyway. Yeah. Wait, the shoes foot dysmorphia. So, okay, I ordered a nine and a half men's. Came too big. I ordered a nine men's. It came too big. Yeah. In my head, I'm a men's dick of 13 inches. It's like, at a certain point, really, like, you do have a shoe size. Yeah, like, and it doesn't change. It's not like you're always getting pregnant. It's like, it's like, it's not going up and down. Like, it's just the size that it is. No, and then I finally was like, okay. Eight and a half. <laughs> these are an eight and a half. They look They're big. Two, and Honestly, BDE on these shoes. Look right, at them. Major BDE. They're huge. Yeah. yeah. Massive, darling. I'm massive. huge. I'm massive. huge. So this gorgeous kilt, thank you so much. <laughs> it is from a store called Got Kilt. <laughs> is it? <laughs> Quite literally, that I got at the Mall of America in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Just a week ago, I was like, you know what? Why not? I'm going to the British Isles. You know, let's show some respect for their culture. And I found out the Mall of America really does have everything. Yeah, they do. Yeah, I mean, stores. What else? Sephora. I mean, it's kind of like they basically have all the regular stores. It's actually not that impressive. But like ten of them. I was there years ago. So it's huge, and you're like, ah, you know, especially for me, a junkie. I'm like, I love it here. And then you walk, and it's like, you walk, and there's nine magnet stores, there's nine Sephora's, there's and after, nine it H&M. sucks. It's just you're like, like, what just is like this? It's just more. Where's the diversity, no. you know? It's what happened like to the mom malls. and pop no, shops in Mall of America? It. It's, it's like yeah. an L.A. person. It's just empty. You think there's going to be, I don't know what I'm saying. This isn't being yeah. released, right? Fuck L.A. It's a long day. Fuck Hi, L.A. LA is right. Yeah. See, that, the London-LA rivalry is so story. Everyone's always like, LA versus London, LA versus London. Okay. You guys love to hate on those Michelle, idiots. can we tell you about the first time we saw you live? Oh my God. I don't know. Okay, we I were, don't know. Okay, we, so the reason, so you actually are a much bigger part of our yeah. movie than you realize. You're like you're the actually blueprint for our personalities. Yeah, yeah you're going to be like, your stalker is scary. The glass shatters. Go on. <laughs> 
Uh, we were, you know, just 22 at a comedy show in the East Village in New York City. Yes, yeah, so it was actually three years ago. <laughs> yeah, no, we were just little things. Yeah. Uh, now we're 24. Um, and you were co-hosting this comedy show, and you ordered, someone said, Michelle, what do you want to drink? And you ordered on mic a Diet Coke and Stoli vodka. But you said, can I get a DC and Stoli? Yeah. <laughs> and, and that has defined our personality. <laughs> 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 I have been saying DC, DC and Stoli to, to each, each other, other for the past 15 yeah. years. I could shoot and off. It, and it, nothing makes us laugh more, and we've never loved that anyone DC more than you were yeah. saying DC and Stoli. By the way, I thought like I was about to be so overwhelmed with my genius. I was like, <laughs> and what, what did I say? Well, you know what's funny, and I'm going to say something again quite controversial, is that nowadays everyone abbreviates. It became like a thing, and like this, it's been done to death. I'm going to argue that I was one of the first abbreviators. By the way, that's real. I mean, proof, I will tell you, it was probably 2010. Yeah. No, no, and even from, but when I was blogging, yes. Uh, Do I own a home? I don't. Uh, But see you at Bister. But I will say, I was abbreviating long before, and then you know what bothers me, if I may say, and it's like you're really interviewing Einstein right now with copycats. But then people try to do it, and they're bad at it. And it's like, I don't do it anymore, because I'm obviously an original, but I see people go for it. I'm like, you're Uh, a fucking idiot. You're not even doing it right. Like, uh, Michelle DC and Stoli Collins. I thought you were going to tell them that we went out last night. Oh, we did go out last night. It was literally crazy. And And you'll hear about that in the VIP line. And it seems like you've maybe, you're not in your DC and Stoli era. I, or, I haven't had honestly you saying it made me feel sick I was like <laughs> I was that trashy no now I do like vodka martinis with a twist okay. and um, classy and, and stuff. simply only Graham Norton's and, rosé. And Graham Norton's rosé. You, no, it's on your rider. You won't do a gig if they don't have. I'm go to my home. It's a bottle after bottle of Graham Norton's G. Also, the name just G N, just initials. Yeah. Just, no, I know they they really yeah. put their heads together on that one. We thought about that for a while. Again, they're geniuses over there. We love. Yeah, we love. We love Graham Norton. J K Rowling here. Yeah. J K. <laughs> Anybody? Uh, yeah, Michelle, listen. Can I say, you. I love you. Thank you. I, I love, love you. Ladies and gentlemen, Michelle Collins. Please listen to our podcast. Listen to our radio. Follow her, Michelle Collins. Follow her. Midnight snack. She'll be at the Amsterdam Lacoste outlet next Wednesday. 8 a.m. in line. She's doing, she's signing tennis dresses. This episode is sponsored by ZocDoc. You're trying to find a cause for your symptoms. Achy back, headache, runny nose, itchy eye, wart on my genitals. So let me guess, you stumbled down a TikTok rabbit hole full of questionable advice from so-called experts. Suddenly I have cancer? Uh, no thank you. (laughs) There are better ways to get the answers you want and the care you deserve from trusted professionals and not random people on the internet. Though randoms, I love you, and my TikTok addiction, yeah, it stands. But I'm sorry, Lily, you shouldn't be getting medical advice from some girl in her grandmother's basement in Toronto. ZocDoc helps you find expert doctors and medical professionals that specialize in the care you need and deliver the type of experience you want. That's right. Ditch the talk, get the doc. 
ZocDoc is the only free app that lets you find and book doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, are available when you need them, and treat almost every condition under the sun. No more Dr. Roulette or scouring the internet for questionable reviews. With ZocDoc, you have a trusted guide to connect you to your favorite doctor you haven't met yet. Mm, I love a trusted guide, like the time I climbed to Machu Picchu on the Inca Trail with a team of Sherpas. Millions of people use ZocDoc's free app to find and book a doctor in their neighborhood who is patient-reviewed and fits their needs and schedule just right. So find your Sherpa at ZocDoc.com. Go to ZocDoc.com slash book club and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find NBook, a top-rated doctor today. Slay. Many are available within 24 hours. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash book club. ZocDoc.com slash book club. Ditch the talk. Hey, best friend. Hey, yeah, best, best friend. friend. Hey, how are you? Literally, I guess okay. Still a little jet lag, but working through it. Yeah, you know? it's been really rough. Um, okay, so this is not to be so crazy, but I guess we we did read a book. Okay, um, we read a book. Not yeah, to be so random, but yeah. we read a book. Um, and, um, I guess we should talk. Should we about, talk about the book? I know we should probably talk about the book. Let's talk about the book. Okay, fine. Uh, okay. If you want to pull up the slide, yeah. We, so we read a book we read a book for you guys. For you guys. Okay. We just thought we wanted you know, to honor, the, culture. honor the culture. Yeah. You know her from Harry Potter four. You know her from the Graham Norton show. You know her from Romeo and Juliet. You know her from her yeah. decades of work on the stage. Oh, her best in the West End. You know her as being a lesbian. Yes. No. Or she says a short, fat Jewish lesbian. Yes. yes. A short, fat Jewish lesbian. Um, um, she is wonderful. Of course, like my Miriam Margulies. Margulies. Give it up. Yeah. How do you say Margulies? Margulies. I'm just going to okay, grab all the books. Okay, yeah, no, grab the notes. Um, this book was epic, I'll say it. This um, book is iconic. How many people have read this book? Woo! <laughs> Sorry. One person. No, you know what's so cool is yes. that you guys don't have to read you don't have it more to read because it we do it for you. We do it for you. you know, we, we you outsource your labor to us. To us, okay? The emotional labor of reading a 600-body British book. Yes, us. a 600-page yes. book can be quite a bit to get through. Oh. Um, I will say no. The audiobook is a it's, gas. It's a real gas, and we're just gonna settle in here. It's actually too funny, and then you like can't even focus. No, she's, I was like going on and on, and she was like, "Well, of course." And then I sucked him off because I had to. <laughs> and then she's doing this insanely British thing where. Wait, she... are you going to talk about when she thanks every friend at the end of a chapter? Oh well, the, well, she's constantly thanking people and just being like, "And they remain a good friend, friend to this day, and they died." Or, or she'll Everyone be like, "Everyone is dead, but a good friend for ninety years." Or she'll be like. And I've always resented John Cleese, and we haven't spoken in 59 years. I wish him the best. Question mark. Um, yeah, I mean, just to start things off, so I guess, yeah, the Monty Python boys did not treat her well. It was very boys club. Yeah, well, back then, I mean, you yeah, know, no. it, was, it was quite hard to be a woman in... In the scene, but I do feel like maybe Eric Idle and her like are good are friends in a bit of way because she was like in some of the projects with him. Eric Idle and then such a historian. And then one other guy (laughs) named Steve or something. And I told my mom this, and I was like, you know, I'm reading this book, and she 
says John Cleese was mean to her. My mom got pretty upset. She was yeah. just, she was like, no. do you remember? And I rented the VHSs of Faulty Towers and we would watch them. And I was like, okay, now I've triggered something for you. No, you can't, you yeah, can't you bring can't. that up to boomers. I mean, my mother no. too, like if you said a single disparaging word about the Beatles or like, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, Monty Python, she would just no, be she's like, gone. Stephen, no. First of all, let's talk about this cover. This face. I mean, she has the like, best face I've ever seen. Like, <laughs> and by the way, I mean, every, and I, like, the book is called This Much Is True, which is so this face. She's like, <laughs> well, this much is true. A like, very Judy Dench's book that's called And Furthermore. <laughs> Also, thank the, the eyebrows always raised. Do you know what I mean? And she has a little more of this like lesbian smirk. That's like this much is true. I'm also like relieved. I feel like the past nine books we've read have been just called My Story. No, it's great to put a little bit more effort into the title. A little bit more. We just read Helen Keller's book, and God bless her. But you know, actually, God bless it's her. It's called My Story, and I'm a little bit like Helen. <laughs> we know. Okay, start things off. She, she's she's a Scot. Okay. Her parents grow up. Her mother cleans in the nude for once. And she's like, you know, and my father was, you know, my mother wasn't in love with my father growing up. And, and that happens. And my mother just always cleaned in the nude. And that's how it was. And I would climb into bed with her. And I would rub up against her big Jewish bosom. Bro, <laughs> it's, it's crazy the way that she describes breasts in this book. I mean, she is a lesbian, but she is like, a, she's like, mommy had massive breasts. <laughs> And I would watch her clean them and she would lift up her big flappy memories and wash underneath. And then I'd go to bed with her and I loved burying my face into those soft ample bosoms. No, her mom's boobs did kind of remind me not to be weird of um, my Nona's um, breasts. Okay. I would say my and grandmother- this is the part where it is nurture, not nature. Yeah, it, it, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. When Nona has titties, I never gonna be thought, gay. We didn't like that in to bed with each other, but I'm just saying, like, she had an F, it, and she... Like, wait, they, you guys have the large. same, like, breast sizing and... Okay, okay, cool. Okay. <laughs> just want to be, like, conscious of... Conscious. Like, we're and sitting and we're listening, okay? We're listening. Um, but they, but she, she still is a little bit ashamed of her body, even though her mother... You know. Well, she kind of attributes that to her mother because her mother is always, always just being like, well, you are a bit fat. Right. <laughs> Even though she's cleaning nude. Um, she finds out she's a lesbian, shall I say it, by just walking by her teacher's home. And oh, wait, she just that has, was... No. Has an orgasm. So her first <laughs> orgasm, she's like 11 and she's in like Clapham or whatever. Yeah. Also, I mean, every it's like the book is in Oxford and it's like, I know it's very funny to me. It's probably not funny to you guys, but like every page is just like, and then on, we took a left on Clapham-shire and and then we went down Cock, like Coxwoggles Road, and then just behind Coxwoggles was just like Devonshire Midnight, like Middington, like Paddington Way. Everything and is Paddington Way. It's like there's just so many little descriptions, and she also like feels the need to tell you like everyone's fourth cousins, like second wives, like right, dead just, mothers, like disease. Well, she was, and she was like, well, and she died of dysentery. <laughs> but then her third cousin had a bout of diarrhea. When, she when she's like, my mother's furrier's wife had MS. And then she's like, so I knew tragedy at a young age. And you're like, kind of. I don't know, babe. Well, and, and, and not to worry, but have you ever been to a furrier? 
Mm. No. I mean, my mother had many fur coats mm. growing up. I okay. have wonderful memories. And you, bu- and you burrowed in the of mink. Burrowing in the mink. She and had- your mother, I mean, she has quite a bosom, too. She has an ample bosom. Has- um, I've never sort of buried my face in it. Okay. Um, but I do remember... I would crawl into the. She had a mink, she had a raccoon, and a nutria, which is a um, sort of a beaver like creature from the south of America. Of the Why United are States. all furs? It's always like not an actual animal, and it's like it's always like their third cousin. It's like, oh no, this coat is made of like nutria mink. It's, yeah, it's, it's a, a, a mink's son's cousin, and, they, the and they, they made it with a fox and a rat, and that's what this fur is. But wonderful memories of burrowing into mummy's minks. <laughs> As a child, but yeah, so she's giving you like, I mean, half this book is like an insanely extended family tree. Um, But you know, England has history, you guys, you love your history. Yeah, and I love the history. So, you know, and and she says she does give a few hand jobs here and there. Almost every other chapter, she's like, before she's with her partner of 54 years, of course, Heather, she's like, well, there was nothing to do, so I sucked him off. She's like getting on a ferry at some point and like misses the ferry, which is so me, and then like finds a rowboat and then she's like, oh, oh God. Yeah. Well, I guess I had to suck him off and then he, and then he rowed me to Glasgow. Okay, and then so that's this, how I got there. Well, wait, okay, can I, um, can I just pull that, a, can a, I pull that section up quickly? Please do. So there's a, there's a lot of blowjobs in this book. She loves to give head. I, I know, she, I think she and sees it. she for like several years. So, okay, before I she feel becomes like, a lesbian and she's just like, oh, I give head to everyone in Oxford and everyone at Cambridge too. Like, I was quite good at it. I see, I, I feel like I disagree a little bit. I feel like it, her hand job is her little more of her lesbian passageway. You know, I feel like she's like, oh, I'll tug him off. That will do. She, and she's she, kind of okay, big sorry. hands. If I may quote, I actually wrote the quote down. It didn't matter whose penis was in my mouth. It was all grist to the mill. I mean, that is a quote. That is an incredible quote. to the mill. Okay, well, you Honey, find the passage. You, you, I mean, she's speaking my language. So, you know, this orgasm she has walking by her teacher's house. Oh, this it's, is yeah, it's just her school, a female school teacher. And she said it was just the feeling of the passion. She was like, there was no friction. I didn't even see her. I just saw the house. She walked <laughs> by her teacher's oh. house and then came, I hands-free orgasm, walking by the house of a teacher. I've tried to think of a house that would that would make me do that. Well, you know what? This is also so lesbian like because she's a really is... cool loft that like a hot teacher lived in, but I don't see her. But I'm just like, oh yeah, that's well, the because that apartment. is what it would be for you. It would be, be a it would be a loft, badass downtown loft, downtown exposed upwork, huge brick wall, bricks, retro posters, huge islands, yeah, vintage Japanese movie posters. Yeah, that would make you come. What? Okay, your house. That would just Gla- it'd be like glass modern on the sea. Super modern, then super it- cold. <laughs> on it countertops. And it would be like Seven fridges. A linguistics professor that lived there. Ah! Uh, okay, sorry, we're getting too personal. Well, actually okay. I'm too wet. Okay, read read the passage. Um, okay, but so this is this is the part uh, where she's so she's on this rowboat randomly trying to get to an island. There's a plane leaving. Um, <laughs> a lot's all, happening. It's a bit all over the place. Um, Travel's crazy. Okay, so she's so she, this guy agrees to like row her on this boat to where she needs to go. 
Then I saw that he'd taken his penis out of his dungarees and he was enthusiastically masturbating. I thought, blimey. What am I going to do? I don't want to get raped. Not on the sea. <laughs> Anywhere else but the sea, please. Rape on the sea? That's a bridge too far. So I got up, went over to him and tossed him off. <laughs> he was fine after that. He calmed down. The penis was popped back into the dungarees and then he rode all the way across. When he finally arrived, he helped me up and I asked him how much I owed. He smiled, no charge, miss. <laughs> Bless him, he was a gent. <laughs> You know, and I just thought sometimes. I'm, bless him. We all you have know? to do that. You know, Miriam, she gets her start, okay, doing voiceover on the stage, and she, but she gets a, a job, and it's to be sexy Sonia for a sex tape. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, and she goes and, and she's shocked by the script. And she's like, it's about, I have to do about 30 orgasms. And she's like, and, and you just, it's basically sounding you're so exhausted. So she does this tape and then she walks into a, a sex tape shop and she's like, hello, how is sexy Sonia doing? <laughs> and they're like, shh, 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 shut up. And then, cause they don't, they don't want to place her with sexy Sonia, <laughs> of course. So that's a lesson. If you do a sex tape, you know, let the sex tape live alone. You know what I mean? Yeah, cause you know, it, it's like, no matter who you are, e you know, even if you're Claudia Schiffer, you're, you might not be... Separate the work, you yes, know, the you know, person You might not be what the, the person is fantasizing about. And so much of audio work is about the fantasy. And this is why I said, Lily, we can't do a live show. And I said, no, we let's show the them. Fantasy. These people have this idea of us. We may look like something completely different. Oh, yeah, they're like, they're so sexy. Right. But everyone's sexy yeah. is different, and so I don't no, want to that. No, and then they see us, and they're like, are we sexy? Sonia, are we so, not? Yeah. And I do apologize that we now no, if, if we are not off, kind of yes. what you imagine. Yes, and we've yes. ruined it for you. We will do the men in black thing at the end of the show. Yeah, you will forget what we look like and everything. So you absolutely yes. forget our appearance. You know, but she gets going on stage, and of course, you know, she does Harry Potter. So this is where I really related with her. Again, for a little confession, I've never seen or read... Oh, silence. The Harry Potter books. <laughs> yeah. Movies, books. You've never seen her. Never Harry seen her read. Well, and that's kind okay, of okay. Now, too. yeah, that's kind of my thing. Because, like Miriam, I'm not really into like sci-fi or fantasy. Yeah, which she says as well. Well, this is a thing, and I do feel like the lesbian community. There's like a sharp rift. It's a realism. We yeah. love a realism. Well, obviously, okay? there's like a lot of extremely nerdy lesbians who love sci-fi. I mean, your girlfriend, like my girlfriend, who's so anime. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I think then there's like another half of the community that's quite into the tangible. You know, right? The realism. Well, well, something so, to hold on. I mean, she meets her partner of 54 years at a documentary screening about right. war, which is like, where else would you meet your partner of 54 years but not at a like extremely serious documentary, you know? Okay, we do, should we just talk about Let's Let's get into Miriam and Heather, you know. So Miriam's out. Okay, she's out and about. She's she's tugged off a few, and she says, "You know what?" More, more than a few. More I mean, than, I love yeah, to do the way. Like, I love the way that she describes oral sex as just kind of a means to an end. Like, when she's in Cambridge, she, she sees this guy like ro roll up in a car, and she's like, she's like oh, "Do you want to come back to my flat, and I'll just toss you off?" No, and, and she goes and she wants more voiceover work, and she's like, "Okay, fine, I'll suck you off." And then she's like, "Actually, didn't get any more jobs from that." <laughs> 
She's like, but I thought it was worth a shot. But then it's that's Why not? It's like, well, now you really know, you know, because you don't want to live your life in regret. Like, what if I'd sucked him off? I mean, and I could have gotten more work. And again, you know, personally, I've never sucked a man off, but it's like I find myself in conversations with men well, where I'm like, how does this end? Yeah, Where's the exit? Yes. Backing out, and I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. maybe I should. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Open up that tiny lesbian mouth. <laughs> yeah. Get a dick no, in that. I can't. My dentist, you know, they tried to. Start. <laughs> it didn't work. Okay, so. Teeth are bad enough as it is. Miriam's kind of friend. banging around in there. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, they took out a few more teeth. Um, <laughs> Miriam's friend says, "Do you want to come to this super serious screening? My friend is going to come. She's gay, but don't like tell her you know she's gay." Which, Feels very. It was the sixties. Okay, it's the same. Okay, wait. A sidebar, like just yeah. tend a little bit. So she keeps. She's always been like. Back then, we called it queer. Queer. <laughs> and she's been so like, we were all queer. We weren't gay because like the term gay hadn't been invented right. yet. And it's like I do feel like we've gone on this journey from like queer to now gay. We're back and now to we're queer. back to queer. Because queer used to mean like Freak. weird. Yeah, weird. And freaks. gay used to mean happy. So you like, if you said gay, people would just be like, yeah, he's gay, he's happy. And then like at some point, gay people no, started to being queer. like, but no, then I feel like some happy. older people are like against queer because they're like, oh, that was so like mean. Language right. is crazy. Language is absolutely <laughs> mad. You learn that through books. Right. You know? And we study books. Yeah, we study books and language. <laughs> okay, so maybe let's act out Miriam and have those meetings. Okay, so okay. I do think Miriam is the top. Miriam's definitely the top. <laughs> She's the four foot ten top. Um, <laughs> She is, she is a little bit like, you know, short but tall from below. <laughs> you know, even through a trap yes. door almost. Well, and I feel like there are, now, now that I've been in England all of two days, I do see that, you know, kind of like houses are small, rooms are small. I feel like it's a small bed, you know, she can yes. kind of fit in it's there. A bit, it's a bit know? of a cramped. Yes. <laughs> it's a cramped city, not guys like it. I mean, look at us here in this room. You know what I mean? We wouldn't see this in America. No. We all need our cup holders, you know. Our big holders. You know, they're not they're not making love in a huge Chevy SUV. You know what I mean? Which is how we make yeah, it's love. Yeah, just oh, that's all the only place I have sex. Um is in an SUV. Um and you know, yeah, I would say not only is Heather the taller femme, but she says that Heather's chronically fatigued. <laughs> and again, which, so lesbian which is to have pretty lesbian with, to me. It's just you know, so like, sorry, Ill. my wife is very tired constantly for no reason at all. Sorry, like, I mean, my she girlfriend is, sleeps a lot. You know, she is yeah. admitting, like, she got sick once and then that was sort of it. That's she was it. just sick forever. She's gone that. down for her nap in the garden. You right. kind of pet her, and then she comes out for a documentary or two and goes back to bed. So when they meet. So they're in this, so they go to like see a movie and then she Oh, okay, sorry, that's amazing. She goes, we get in a VW bug and I get in the front because I'm fat. <laughs> Fattest one in the front. We've all been there. We know what that's like, you know. I always have to sit in the middle. Yeah, that's also a burden. Sorry. And she gets it's in the hard. front and she's like, ah. So I just got in the front and I started talking about 
farting in cocks. <laughs> it sounds like she's telling her like stories of all her famous blowjobs to Which also feels like us getting on the tube at 8 a.m. yesterday, realizing we're the only ones speaking, being so loud Americans, and like screaming we were, about people. We were boorish Americans. Boorish. And I did, sorry, the tube. And I really, yeah, I felt quite self conscious. Yeah, and, and we kind of realized like, like no one was um, talking. Like, angrily, like flipping through their guardians. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, sorry, we're literally America. Yeah. And like, you invented us, so you have to deal with it. Sorry, we're eat back. your daughters, yeah. okay? <laughs> okay, so they're in the car, she's the fattest, she's in the front. <laughs> you got the picture. They right? go to this documentary, and then... She's, Miriam is also, again, being like, so the top, she just stares at her for the that whole movie. So she's she was like, like, Heather found it weird. And it's like, well, that is weird. Yeah. I'm like, she's I'm Heather. Like, I'm this kind of nervous closet this... femme in like 1964. Imagine you're at an indie movie screening and this, this face woman is, is just... staring at you. <laughs> <laughs> this much is true. <laughs> and I'm just like adjusting my skirt. <laughs> Hour and a half passes. Like she never looks at the screen. And it's just. And I'm just like, what do you think of the film? <laughs> oh, it's quite good. Um, I have to go to meet Chaps House. Okay. Day passes, and she's like obsessed, and she's like, please invite your friend over for lunch. Shoes out her other friend, and then starts, if you will. So I'm Heather in this situation. They've kicked out the other friend. And we're in like a, you know, a small flat, probably in Tottenham or Clapham or something. And first I start smelling your hair. Heather, what do you use to shampoo? Did you get that at Tesco? Oh, oh, oh it's just the local Marks and Spencer blend. Mm. You seem very tense. Have you been doing a lot of gardening and baking lately? Oh, oh, oh yes, I yes. was just doing my weekly scones. Oh my God, what do you put in those scones? You must be kneading hard. Oh. Uh, no, not, not too much kneading, just the no normal amount of kneading. <laughs> Look, Heather, I know you're gay. I know you're queer. <laughs> I'm queer too, and I think we should have a rump of it in my small bed and my clap on flat. <laughs> what do you say we take to a bed for a week, then buy a house in Tuscany together? Well, I suppose ultimately I'm a lesbian, so I'll say yes to that. <laughs> Jolly good. And it was settled. And it was settled, and they dated for the next 50 54 years. <laughs> As all good lesbian relationships. As all good lesbians too, but she did she did cheat on her for with and it, with a landlady. <laughs> Not only a, a landlady, a landlady with a PhD, because then all of a sudden she says she won't sleep with someone who doesn't have a PhD. Yeah. Pretty huge dick. Yeah. <laughs> I thought, you know, in my experience, I have slept with a lot of men with PhDs. Mm, and small. Small little PhDs. Mm, small little and they degrees. Are, they are pretty huge dicks. And not, I'm not just saying they're dicks, I'm just saying like they're kind of obnoxious. And no offense to any PhDs in the room, but like you know who you are. Like they do have this air about them where they're like, well, I went oh, to school went for to... 14 years. But, so I'm just gonna kind of pontificate at you. And I'm just like, get over yourself. But also I'm obsessed with you because you're toxic. Right. That's unfortunate. Show me the degrees, show me the degrees. Yeah. 
And so she was obsessed with this toxic landlady. This toxic landlady. I mean, who wouldn't be? Yeah. Um, biggest turn on landlords. That feels so British to me, to be like... She loves landlords. Because yeah. in the beginning, she's talking all about like her mother and how her mother like knew all the local landlords. But then, okay, but then she becomes a landlord and all of her tenants wipe their bum with newspaper. And they fill up the septic. And she's like, well, that's enough for me, being a landlady. And she's like, I'm done with that. But then she gets so... Okay, so Ellen DeGeneres and Portia de Rossi, they have a little, um, I would say, fetish where they buy homes every single six months and renovate them. Yeah. And her and Heather well, do that, too. Well, a home or a for Portia prison, but, you know, what's, yeah. the, what's the difference? What's the difference? So, I guess in the way Miriam's the Ellen and Portia's the Heather, you never see Heather, and she's like, Heather's already mad that I'm writing about her in this book, but, like, <laughs> okay, I told her thing. I had to. Okay, here's the thing, though. Like, their relationship is so weird. She says she sees... They don't live together. They, they live in different eight... countries. They see each other eight times a year, but they own, like, a villa in Tuscany together and, like, a seaside home in, like, Gloucestershire. And there's part of it that makes me sad this way because I... Because she does reference... She's, like, very, like, you know... She's obviously very honest, which is fucking mm. cool. Like, you know, she's really open. But, like, she talks about how, like, she, you know, she feels bad about herself sometimes, and then she's just like, and I have my body issues, and sometimes I look at my face, and I'm like, what an amazing face, and ugh, I wish it was connected to a different body. But then she'll be like, but you have to take the good with the bad. And it's like, it's like this beautiful, like, you know, journey of self-acceptance. But then I also feel like maybe she just kind of, like, she met Heather and was just like, well, this is it. I can never get anything better, so I'm going to stick with her forever. Even though Heather sounds like a little bit of a wet blanket and is like not trying to hang Say out. Say it. Her. No, I know. No, and she's just being at their like random house in Tuscany and being like, "Sorry, like Heather, like I'm like I, she's writing for six months. I can't talk to you, Miriam." And Miriam's like, "But I'm such a fun, bold woman." And, like, no, I know. And, and when they when she has her landlady affair, she's like, "It was the worst six months of my life." But I feel like she just didn't get over maybe that period of being sad, and, like trying something new possibly. So she's like, let me keep on buying like houses to renovate with my wife I see eight times a year. No, and, and then they have to have like, I think, because there's the time. I mean, I feel like there's married Australia people house. love nothing more than just being like, ugh, the renovation. <laughs> no, true. And I think like. It's, it's hell. It's bloody hell. I've never, I've never met a married person who isn't just like. Thriving a, off a being mad. two weeks after marriage. It's just like, well, the kitchen. So the, the granite, of course, stick. was three months late. <laughs> and we, we wanted the, f the forest lime tile, but of course they only had porcelain tile. And that's too much money, and Josh and his job. Blah, blah, you, know, and, and, you know, marriage is about cultivating the domestic, and you know, you have to like spend your time like creating this space in which your relationship can apparently thrive. And so like, but I do feel like with Miriam and, and Heather, Heather. And then she's she's 80 writing this book and now she's like, maybe Heather and I should live together. No, that, I was, I was you're like, like you're 80. Before. I was like, yeah. you're 80. You're 80. You're 80. Like, and you're saying maybe we should move in? <laughs> Bitch. Like, let's go. Can I can I read a passage? This before her and her Heather I together. I thought you'd never. Ask. Okay, and so I feel like this is a little bit her, you know, some of the rejection that happened to her before. Maybe why she really glommed on to Heather. So she's she was with this woman, and then this woman had an affair. I went up and hammered on the door. I know you're both in there, and if you don't let me in, I will make a shocking row, and you will be discovered. It's a row. <laughs> oh, a row. And again, it's my second day here, okay? I'm learning, and I'm listening. 
They knew it wasn't an idle threat. Anne opened the door and there was Marion lying in Anne's bed. I was incandescent with rage and jealousy. I jumped on the bed and slapped and punched them both. Don't hurt her, Anne begged. That maddened me further and I deliberately stamped hard on Marion's reading glasses. Toxic butch. Toxic butch. Toxic Breaking glasses. Breaking the glasses. I mean, this is violent behavior. If someone broke these lens crafters, I would be, I would be pissed. I know, but the lenses are quite expensive. That's, I mean, yeah, because I'm basically blind. So, right. the, yeah, the lenses were like four hundred quid al- alone. Yeah. If your wife came in, well, but it's not. It's like there's some random girl that she's been having an affair with for like a few weeks while working in Nottingham on yeah, some place. Yeah, it's like a, it's. I mean, classic feeder affairs. Yeah. When my frenzy was spent, I left and went straight back to Marion's room and scrawled on the mirror, lesbian cunt. (laughs) In red lipstick. I mean, that is so fucking funny. Yeah. That is so funny. I mean, you could, I mean, only an actress would, you know what I mean? So, like, I wish I had that dramatics in me, you know, right? To write in lipstick on the mirror. Is there anything more satisfying? It's yummy. Lesbian. Cunt. <laughs> After breaking glasses. I know. I mean, it's also I mean, funny that she have... said lesbian cunt because it's, it's like, kind well, of like we're all well, obvious. <laughs> Bisexual cunt. She's like pol- solo, poly, pansexual right. cunt. No, that's yeah. what I'm writing yeah. today with my boyfriend. Pan cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Pan, bitch. Okay, wait, can we talk about Harry Potter for a second? Let's talk about Harry Potter. So, um, what I love about this book is she is just kind of being, like, low-key, very resentful uh, of her Harry Potter it. success. Because yeah. it is so funny, because it's like, I know you haven't seen the movies, or just, like, read, like, the most biting And even, like, she history, makes like, jokes like this. She's like, I know you're all Gryffindors or whatever, but, like... No, I know, I'm she's like, being like, you're all fucking losers. You, like, yeah. have a Hufflepuff bunk bunker And, like, whether sticker. you're, like, you're, like, in your Hufflepuff PJs, but, like, <laughs> look, and I know it pays my bills, but like I want to be known for the stage and it's like but how weird would that be because it's like she's I will just to like fill you in okay on she's, the, the yeah, culture she's not a major character at all okay. like it's a pretty okay. minor character not even one of the like like Maggie Smith has like a pretty like big side character she's just like a minor side character well and I asked you we're you know getting on the plane we have our big seven hour flight and I see all the Harry Potter movies so I was like perfect I'll like watch Miriam's big role <laughs> and I was like Steven, which one should I watch? And you're like, honestly, she's not even really in it. She's like, like, it's getting one scene, babe. So I watched like a random Meg Ryan movie. And so like, and but now for her entire life, 99% of the people come up to her are just like, ah, that's so so hot. No one from this one role. She's like, cool. Cool. And she's like, oh no. And she's like, and J.K. Rowling was very nice to me, but like, you know, I think she thinks it's kind of tacky to be... No, well, she because she's literally like such a like, you know, well, BAFTA-winning actress of the stage. And she goes to like Disney to visit and she's just like, it's disgusting. <laughs> she's like, this... Uh, I mean, can you imagine that? Writing lesbian cunt on a mirror. Huh? <laughs> She goes to Disney, she hates it. She's just like, there's like a fake Eiffel Tower and then they have fake food and she's Wait, like... okay, she goes, she goes, I'm proud to have been a character, if not a particularly important character, in an iconic series that only generations of children will know who I am. I am grateful for that. The only strange thing for me is being fixed as a certain character at a certain age, despite all the hundreds of other things I've done. <laughs> 
<laughs> all the million plays. I mean, she's much more proud of, I will say, the film Babe than she is um, <laughs> Harry Potter. And they flew her to Australia to meet the sheepdog that she was the voice of. His name is like Winslow or something. And she's like, she meets the dog and then the director's like, oh no, like we actually want you to like, you're sounding too proper. Like we want you to sound a different way. And she's like, well, I met the dog. And I think he like really does have this like specific type of Scottish accent. Um, but sure, I guess you're the director, fine. Okay, wait. Um the part where she gets fingered by that cop. Oh, and, and she goes, he thought I hated it. Little did he know. <laughs> she, the, the lady cop who fingers her. Yes. And, 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 she, and, she, and she says, all my Christmases came at once. <laughs> Celebrity Book Club. The, the segment BAFTAs. What does she eat? What does she wear? How does she live? All right, what does she eat? Well, okay, well, hold on. I have a her favorite snack in my pocket. <laughs> what? Did you pull a knife out of your pocket? <laughs> this is how she snacks. All right, Lily loves to surprise me. That's how we keep it interesting after all these years. Just, um, just peel an onion. <laughs> and, um, she just no. likes to grab. <laughs> all right. Everybody wants to kiss Lily later tonight. She'll be by the bathroom. You wonder why she's only been with Heather for 54 yeah. years. She really she's, just eats raw onions? She onion. literally just eats raw onions. She's like, oh, and it maybe made things a little bit weird in the makeup trailer, but, you know. You know, onion. It's not that bad. Onion is great for your immune system. Exactly. Yeah. No, the, no, no, I already feel cleansed. The onion lobby cleansed. nature's ninja. People talk, about, people talk about juicing, but I think I'm gonna start with the, the half onion a day. I mean, it looks quite juicy. No, I it's, will it's, refrain yeah, from trying just okay. for the moment. I, I have a thing later to go totally, to. Yeah. Totally, totally. Yeah, no, but it was super juicy, super nummy. Um, so I, she does that. I, I guess mean, I'm picturing her so, like, not to be so, like, racist against British people, but, like, I do feel like you guys like are always... Beans and roasts and... And, like, it's always a salmon cream pie. It's always just like there's one element that's wrong. It's just like I love all those things, but do they? Is it that? Is I it mean, that combination. Correct? Yeah, you know she talks I mean? a lot about how she, you know, she can't stop eating. I think she has hungry eyes. Yes. As do I. Yes. She has hungry. Yeah. But then I'm surprised. I mean, in a way, this is a healthy snack. Question mark. Well, all in moderation. Once you have I six mean, onions, you yes. know what I mean. Is it so I mean, healthy it, anymore? It's keto, right? Yeah. So she's doing that. She hates drugs. I mean, I think she, again, very lesbian. I feel like she not has... Not a drinker, very lesbian. Yeah. I feel like she has, like, maybe a wine, but she's not tossing a wine. The, a wine. Yes. A wine and an onion. Yeah. <laughs> Which sounds Classic. like the thinnest girl diet. Right. Just be like wine and onions. <laughs> but I think it's wine and onions and then the spinach pie. And, you know, and she then, like, a roast, salmon cream And a roast croquette. chicken with salmon cream on top of the roast chicken. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. How does she live? I feel like she's renovating six cottages and they're all a mess. Well, there's one, in, yeah. You know, like, there's, she has her Tuscany. She has her Australia. She has her Cotswolds. She has her, like, Coxswolds. Grimmershams. Like, she has that. her flat. Yeah. Like. And I, yeah, I, I agree, like, it's papers, it's books. Tons of books. It's books on papers. I feel it's like chairs she's, on books. I think she's, like, getting rugs, but they're not laid out. 
Yeah, there's so there's so many rolled up rugs in the corner, and then behind that there's like a ladder to get to a loft where there's more rugs. This is kind of a how does she live and how does she eat? If you know what I mean, she says she does not bring electronics into the bed. If you know what I'm saying. No, oh, wait, no sex toys. No sex toys. So I was gonna say there's definitely like iPad chargers. No, 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 it's tons of iPad chargers. Like, let's let's not mince words here. No, I think it's like I think it's really small TV hospital style in the corner that she's like turning on ITV, no, there's, BBC there's like four. four hospital TVs yeah. in the house in each home and they're all just like high up in the But corner. yeah, Heather actually called her vanilla. I think, yeah, it's, I think it's no strap. No, yeah. No well, you know, either. she is like from the 1600s. No, but, so then, like she is absolutely 100 years old. In her PhD older. affair, a woman started, you know, slapping her. She was like, oh, what are you no, doing? Because the affair woman was like, don't yeah. you want to hit me? And she was like, what? <laughs> I have no reference for this. She was like, oh, I'm just a little Scott. Like, I don't have any chains. Well, and this is what comes back to her being like a vanilla top in this way. Classic, toxic she's vanilla con- top. She's kind of like jeans on top. Stone. You think she's a little stone? Mm, no, I think she gets quite nude. So, okay, yeah. She's fully nude. I think she's fully Actually, nude. Actually, because jeans Breasts on top wag. is more That's more, more chains. dildo. It's yeah, more, more toy. Dildo. Yeah. I think she's nude, and it's just kind of three-hour session. Yes. Uh, yes. She's three hours classic nude sex. Documentary like, on the hospital TV. Documentary on the hospital TV. Mean? And we're fisting, and we're, and we're four fingers. And, and we're baking, and we're renovating. And... Yeah, it's just like classic. Yeah. Absolutely <laughs> classic. Well, she's very Michigan Women's Festival, which yes. she goes to and actually like, hates because she doesn't camp, which I'm with her, by the way. No camp. I'm a non-camping. Lesbian. Because, well, and I guess here comes the question: Is she Buddha? <laughs> yes. 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 Right. Not at all the houses. What's, okay. There's so much dissension yes. amongst the audience right now. I, okay. I mean, Shout out. Why do we think she's Buddha? Okay. Well, that's kind of it's a longer explanation. Okay, I, I think they can all say it. That sounds brave enough to say. <laughs> I think I think she's Buddha because she's so like. Us. She's funky, like she's funky she's therapist. Funky therapist. She literally defines funky I mean, therapist. The hair. Look at the hair. Just, that is Buddha hair. Like that's just no, 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 no. It's the necklace. It's the necklace. This is what I'm saying. Look at the necklace. The necklace is Buddha. It's a big Buddha. necklace with chunky jade on it. Camilla's in pearls. This is something my mom would wear. Literally, this is like, this is not Buddha? Buddha. Buddha. Not Buddha? Buddha. Yeah. Funky, I mean. You guys are going to fight me on this. You're going to take me to court. You're going to take me to parliament. Every British mom looks like this. (laughs) Okay, but Camilla doesn't look like this. Yeah, explain that. Yeah. Is she not a British mom? She's not a mom. (laughs) Oh, wait, she's never had kids? Okay, but here's this. She has. All right. And Charles still wants to get in there. My mom, who's from New Cambridge, I guess. Yeah, a we need to start calling New, New Cambridge. Cambridge. I just feel like she, but she's funkier than Camilla and like funkier than Dame Maggie Smith, who's not Buddha. Yeah, Dame Maggie Smith is not Buddha. She's Kamasutra. You. you think Maggie Smith, Smith is Kamasutra? Oh, I actually don't think Miriam's Again, like I think you'll understand, like she was freaked out by the concept of sex toys. 
Yeah, yeah. No, I'm not. She has intellectual kama sutra. She has the book. She's just like the ideas are sexual. She's reading and she's like, well, that's not for me. I couldn't stretch that way. But I hope my niece can. I would love for my niece to stretch. She has great plans for her niece's vagina, and may it be flexible and enterable and wild. Because she talks about how she's like Heather and I like. He's like, my favorite thing about Heather and I is we like lie in bed for eight hours and talk. Oh yeah, and stare at the ceiling and talk or like. Uh-huh. Well, I think she means like we're 80 now. Like, this is why she needs some more electronics in the bedroom. That's what I'm saying. Well, I know. I think you she know? thinks that like Heather is so old school, but it's like maybe if you brought some motorized something into the bedroom, maybe Heather would be a little bit more excited and she would move in with you. Right. Okay. And she would leave like her PhD like office. Anyway, it's not too late, Miriam. <laughs> Get a rabbit. Okay, we need to take her shopping. Miriam, are you we here? We gotta take her to the blister outlets and get yes, her a discount with vibrator. The Babeland blister sex to outlets. Keep, to keep happy. <laughs> All right, I give this. I give this book honestly four point five small hospital TVs in the cottage <laughs> yeah. out of four point no, five scones. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just so much fun, and I will be completely honest. I didn't read every word in this book. <laughs> no, like, Lily, Lily, I, what are you it's, talking it's about? An intimate room. I want to share. Okay, I love you being just as honest as Miriam. Yeah. And you're being just as not honest as Leonardo DiCaprio on the set of Romeo and Juliet. All right, I may have skipped over a few chapters. Yeah, well, it's okay. like theater, theater, theater. It's like theater, you're in a play. Like, okay, cool. Congrats. She's listening. She's like, in 1968, well, blah, blah, blah. It is a little bit just like her being like, it's not just Harry Potter. It's like, no. Go, no, we know. Babe, we oh, my God, wait. Who are you in the book? Well, okay. you're the gay well, who I'm doesn't, the gay come, who doesn't over. come over. <laughs> when she's like being attacked by a mad woman, because I'm just like, wait, what time is it? No. Where I'm you calling from? you and you're like, phones first, it just goes straight to voicemail. I'm like, I'm being attacked. And then like I text you and you respond, you're just like fab, like you're being attacked. I'm like, wait, that that's so, so chic. Let's talk about it tomorrow. Like hilarious, you're like VIP lounge, drinks, you being attacked. Um, you know, I am a little bit Miriam in the fact that like I haven't seen Harry Potter. Um, you're a, you're you're a, you're a non-Jewish lesbian who's I'm a never non- seen, seen Harry Potter. Potter. So yeah, that's basically it. You're but pretty Miriam. Yeah, but also maybe I'm just like one of the radio men in 1968 <laughs> who was like, read this for Mr. Clorox or something like that. And then she tries to blow you and you're like, sorry, that's sorry, not going to work. Sorry, the position has been filled. <laughs> All right, well, that sort of wraps that's it up. That wraps it up for us, basically. All right, listen, you guys, it's been, been a safe so night. Yes, you guys so have been so, so safe. You are the best. Thank you so thank much. You, thank you. Celebrity Book Club is presented by Prologue Projects. The show is produced by Benjamin Frisch, with editorial support from Leon Nafok, Andrew Parsons, Arlene Revelo, and Madeline Kaplan. Our production manager is Garcia Verlin. Original theme song by Stephen Phillips Horst. Artwork by Teddy Blanks at Chips NY. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at CBC The Pod. Subscribe on your favorite podcast app. Leave us a review and don't forget to tell your friends. Well, about us. And don't forget to go to patreon.com for access to the VIP Lounge, our exclusive bonus podcast. Hey. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Relax this Sunday with a little moment to yourself and the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.